0: Coming up on today's show, we have three haunt hacks for you. First, ways to use rubber stamps at your haunt that you probably forgot about. Second, using light to transition between scenes. And third, how to do a selfie video contest for this season. From the Haunted Attraction Network, I'm Philip, and this is day 22 of our 61-day thon counting down to Halloween. Today is Wednesday, September 22nd, and there are 39 days until Halloween. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our haunt with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our haunt sign up to our weekly newsletter at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. And now, here's Scott Swenson with your first Haunt Hack.
1: Haunt Hacks! Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Haunt Hacks. This is Scott Swenson with A Scott in the Dark, periodic podcast for haunters and Scott Swenson Creative Development. And here is another chunk of information or just, in this case, a wacky idea that might be beneficial to haunters as we approach or happen to be into the haunt season. So um, this one's all about rubber stamps. And let me give you a little backstory on this back when I was working at a theme park, when I was doing Halloween scream at Bush gardens in Tampa, one of our haunts was based on a nightclub and kind of a Gothic style nightclub where you, um, well, if you got into the VIP area, your body parts might be harvested to create artwork. So it was, it was gross and dark and wonderful. And one of the things that we did there is we actually created a hand stamp when you went into the, the nightclub itself. And it, it, on the hand stamp, it said, um, uh, music plus pain equals art, which was the sort of the mantra of the club. And it was a great way for us to not only have physical contact with the guests, but also to um, reinforce the backstory of this particular haunt. And I've been thinking um, over the last couple of days about how we can continue to use rubber stamps and hand stamps. Um, the first thing is very practical. If you want to use it like in place of ticketing, you know, where you just stamp somebody's hand, get your logo and stamp somebody's hand and you can save a bunch of money on tickets. Cause I promise you a custom rubber stamp like this one is significantly cheaper than a roll of tickets like this. Okay. And you can use it year after year. Whoa. And you can drop it on the floor, but you can use it year after year and I'm back. And, uh, and it it also is very logoed for you. It's not uh, just a generic ticket. Um, And if you're concerned about, you know, people like licking their hand and sticking it on somebody else. First off, if there's any writing on it, it'll be backwards when they do that. And secondly, if you have real concerns, alternate hands throughout the course of the the weekend or even change the, the stamp pads, the color of the stamp pad that you're using. So you know that today's stamp pad is green, tomorrow's is orange, the next one is black, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Another way to use these, and I've done this in a haunt that I created um, that wasn't ever produced exactly this way, but one that I wrote, and that was that everybody got their hand stamped as they came in with a blacklight reactive stamp. So they couldn't see it until the black light turned on. And come to find out, there were two different stamps. And when the black light came on, it divided the audience <clears throat> into two separate groups and or two separate clans, as the case may be. And they went off in different directions because it was a multi-run haunt. So the two clans had slightly different experiences based on the stamp on their hand. Um, now, you don't just need to use, you know, these kinds of stamps that are the stamp pad, which has the ink pad and then the just the rubber thing on it. You can also get self-inking stamp pads. And this is the kind that we used at Bush Gardens that said music plus uh, music plus art equals pain. Or no, music plus pain equals art. And um, that's nice because you don't have to hold a stamp pad and juggle it and drop it like I just did earlier. Um, the other thing about using stamp pads that's kind of cool is if you've got a character, if you have a famous character who people want to have photos taken with, and if it happens to work out right, you can actually do a an autograph, and maybe it's a thumbprint or a claw mark or whatever, of this character that they can stamp on things, they can stamp on people's hands, on their foreheads, whatever. Um, and then the final thing I want to do, I want to talk about with with hand stamps, is if you have multiple haunts, and you own, and you use a different stamp for each haunt, then your actors will be able to tell just by looking at their hands which haunts they've been to, and they can you know make reference to it, or it gives them additional information about the guest that they can share with them. So I realize this is kind of a random thought, but uh, I just I just got as you can see got a brand new stamp with my logo on it, and the nice thing about it is I can find a bunch of different ways to use it and make sure that everybody gets to see my logo. So I figured if I'm going to use it, why not you guys? So that's this haunt hack, as strange as it may be. And uh, if you'd like to learn more about how or what I feel of how haunts should work or some of my other wacky suggestions, you can listen to my podcast, which is called A Scott in the Dark, Periodic Podcast for Haunters. You can go to scottswenson.com and sign up for my monthly newsletter. Or you can get one of my books, which are available pretty much everywhere fine books are sold. So until next time, this is Scott Swenson from A Scott in the Dark saying happy haunting. Next up, Julia from Gantum Lighting on how you
0: can use lighting to transition between scenes.
2: Hey guys, it's Julia from Gantum Lighting and Controls. And to celebrate the countdown to Halloween, I'm here with another lighting tip. Whether you're a seasoned professional or are lighting your haunt for the first time this year, here are some great ways to get the most mileage out of your lighting looks. Today's tip, gradually dim the light. Most spaces want to be dark, but if you bring your guests directly from the outdoors, especially in the middle of the day, into a pitch-black room, they can't transition into the world you've created, emotionally or visually. Generally, set your light levels just a touch higher at the beginning of your experience, and then gradually lower the levels. This trick eases the guest's eyes into darker spaces, which can also make later strobe or bright light effects much more impactful. This actually allows you to use even less light if you are strategic. The more you allow your guest's eyes to adjust gradually, the further you can push the darkness. If you find yourself having trouble with your opening scenes and spaces, try turning the lights up just a bit especially if you can use practicals and motivated sources like a lamp or other lit prop. A lot of haunts already do this naturally with their storytelling. Typically you don't lead with your most dramatic moments. Think about your lighting the same way. Another way to help control your light levels is to use blackout curtains or doors to segment your spaces. This is especially critical if you have an entrance to your attraction that is outdoors. Every time new parties come in, you will have sunlight spill into the room. Don't let that affect the lighting for the party in front of them. Plan on that being f- that first room being bright. Design your lighting to support that rather than be overcome by it and partition off future spaces so that you can continue to dim the lights. Thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you next time on the Haunted Attractions Network.
0: And finally, here's Tim from Scary Good Marketing with some tips on how you can run a selfie video contest at your haunt this season.
3: Thanks so much, Philip. My name is Tim. I'm one of the co-founders here at Scary Good Marketing. And today I want to talk about is potentially running a selfie video contest as part of your marketing strategy. I was thinking, what is one of the big things that people like watching around the Halloween season? And it's a lot of videos of people being scared, people scaring other people, that kind of stuff. And why don't we take that idea and run a selfie video contest where people can go take a selfie video of themselves going through your haunted attraction and they post it online they use a specific hashtag related to your hunt And at the end of maybe every night or every week, uh, every weekend, however you want to do it, you pick one winner of the best selfie video contest. Make sure that you have some criteria of how you're going to pick the winner. But the great thing is people love taking selfies. People love taking videos, right? I mean, look at TikTok. TikTok is a huge platform that has a lot of this stuff. And now what you're doing is you're getting user generated content. They're posting it on on their social media and it has that virality behind it because it's people getting scared those posts can go reach a lot more people and since it's tied to your hunt it's just going to bring a lot more attraction a lot more eyeballs online if they enter into the contest, you can stipulate that you have the rights to use any of their content for your marketing purposes. And then now you have a lot of this user-generated content you can repurpose and put into marketing for next year or even just leverage it for the current year, right? Repost it, put it on your profiles, whatever you wanna do. And it just is going to have the potential to work really, really well. And it doesn't really cost you anything to do, right? Because it's 100% up to your user to create the content. The only thing you need to do is create the criteria for the contest, figure out what you want to give away as the winner of the contest, and then just do a little bit of promotion and let people know when they're at your event. Now if you want to get even more help, more resources, any of that stuff, make sure to go to scarygoodmarketing.com slash haunters. Today's
0: episode was produced by me, Philip Hernandez, with post production by David Swope. Stay up to date this season with our free weekly newsletter. Sign up at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. We're counting down to Halloween with daily podcasts and our 61-day Haunt-a-thon. Our Haunt-a-thon is made possible through generous support from Gantam Lighting and Controls. We'll see you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween.
1: This is a
2: Haunted Attraction Network production.